You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are captured! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking devil, your children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a weapon? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindling. Everybody sucks my dick. What's going on with you? I thought I was going to be the guy in a bad mood. You're the guy in the bad mood. Everybody sucks my dick. I'm low T as fuck, man. Uh, are you staying on your fitness? Uh, I'm, I'm not because I haven't had any fucking energy. I'm back at the YMCA. Oh, and no. It's empty. Yeah, boy. And as a result, I'm getting my pump on, bro. Yeah? Yeah, I feel fucking, I'm high T. Do you feel the, the COVID uh, coursing through your veins? Yeah, it's just giving me more and more power. It's like blue chew. Mmm, COVID chew. Listen, what does not kill me makes me stronger. That includes both COVID and erections. You got to get rock hard from that fucking viral infection, boy. High viral load. (laughs) High viral loads on the face. Welcome, everybody, to Worst Possible Timeline. I'm Patrick. I'm Eric. What's up? What's up? I feel like this week, I feel like things are not as intense relatively speaking this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip whoa that's a lot of flavor What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Yeah, which is crazy because there's uh, more people getting shot than last week. (laughs) Yeah, people's be getting shot. Who got shot this week? Uh, Let's see. I think, was Kyle Rittenhouse this week or last week? I think it was last week. I think think this is only Thursday. This is Thursday, so that might have been this weekend. But at any rate... um, a uh, black fella got shot uh, this week, and then the body cam footage came out. That, uh, this was in New Jersey, maybe? Mm. Maybe? Um, and the body cam footage came out, and it's like one of... Th- oh, no, D.C., pardon me. <clears throat> it's D.C., and it's one of those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
people jumped out and were like another extra extra judicial police killing of a black man, et cetera, et cetera. And then the then the body cam footage came out. And mm. he most certainly has a firearm in his hand. And people can feel how they want about police. I'm guessing most of our listeners, no matter how fucking woke they are, are gonna fire on a man that they believe to have a firearm in the in their hands and is running at him. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh i don't know if this one is going to get the traction because it's it's too yeah like he's clearly got a fucking gun in his hand you know what um, i mean yeah uh i don't know that people ever actually take themselves through things you know what i mean like i, I look i i i i mourn anyone's death and i also and i sympathize with anyone on the receiving end of a fucking gun um however when you're in that situation and someone someone has a gun and is in your immediate vicinity uh, and shit happens. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fucking shitty situation to be in. Yeah. M- most people behave accordingly. Uh, and look, do I think that this kid would have, the cop runs in front of the kid, kids trying to get away. Uh, and then the, the officer finds himself in front of a kid who is, attempting to escape, but has a firearm in his fucking hands. Now we could say, did the officer have to get in front of him? I mean, technically, no, (laughs) technically, no, he did not. But, uh, you kind of, this is one, in my view, this is one of those, Hey, you're either, this is either abolish police or not, because this, this is, that's what police do. You know what I mean? Like, and if you want to get rid of them, that's fine. I'll hear you out. But, I, I just, this circumstance is like, well, if we got police, that's occasionally what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they do have guns, you know, for a reason. Um, they are often in dangerous situations. Maybe not often, but it happens, you know. Well, um, let me say it like this. So I was listening to a podcast to put it in perspective that we got to be more honest about this shit. Yeah, because it does us no good to lie. We don't got to lie. And what we do when we lie is that we make it so that anybody telling the truth gets kind of labeled like like right wing guy or some shit like that. When it's like, no, 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 maybe maybe he's just telling the truth this time and it doesn't comport with with your version of of the narrative, but it's still facts. Right. So we got to not marginalize facts and uh the the statistic that I heard that was interesting is, you know, like when it was a meme, when the George Floyd thing happened, like people were like, well, I didn't see anybody try to defend that shit. But like people said policing is dangerous business. And then a statistic came out that said, oh, is it? And then it showed that being a roofer is more dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. But what that stat doesn't take into consideration is that 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 number is across every police in the United States. So the guy that is uh, in, in rural New Hampshire, the cop in rural New Hampshire is almost certainly doing nothing but picking up suicides and drunk drivers. He's, he's not likely to get shot at, but if you are a law officer in the worst part of Chicago, the worst part of Philadelphia, well, listen, your job may be more dangerous. And we do this thing where it's like, try to paint statistics as though uh, 
you know, as though it, like if we brought in them to, to a ludicrous place, then they fit our narrative, but there's no reason to do that. Like we, it's, it's okay to say being a cop is dangerous. And also in the same breath say, I don't know if there should be cops or I think that cops only deserve a half the budget that we give them or no budget that we get, whatever it is. Yeah. You, you could say being a cop is dangerous and in the same breath say, and I think that we should replace them with fucking robots. Like, right. like, like the, it's just, I'm getting like fed up with nobody telling the truth on anything. What if, what if they, what if cops just don't have guns? I think like in, I think in England's their cop, the cops don't carry firearms. Yeah. But, Eric, I know. Look, I understand. I understand. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that as maybe like a compromise point. Well, if there's 600 million guns in the United States and cops aren't the ones holding them, uh, we can feel again. We can feel any way we want about cops. We can be like, ah, never a cop again. I hope every cop fucking falls in magma. We, We can we can say all that shit, but let's just be practical about it. If there are going to be cops, it's going to have to involve finding the fine line between, uh, effective policing and militarization. You, you know what I'm saying? And the problem is that obviously fucking, obviously that's where we're going to arrive is some compromise that satisfies nobody, but everybody out here on the internet land, just pretending like the most extreme thing is going to happen. And it's not. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you can be an ideologue and still confess to yourself, like, yo, I've been vegan for my entire adult life. I think that there will come a time when the world is vegan. I think it'll be well after I'm dead. It's okay to be to, to be to have an ideolog- ideological lean or an aspiration and still live on planet fucking Earth. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I wait so I can recall uh, maybe like a month and a half back that um, um, it was Minneapolis. Maybe uh, they were, they were officially disbanding their police department, abolishing their police department. What, where, 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 where's that at? Oh, uh, they've replaced them with uh, children uh, wearing very uh, scary masks. That makes sense. No, I, to my knowledge, they have not done that. And look, there's no place in the United States that's going to do that in earnest, everybody. Uh, there's no place because there's no place. Like, for example, um, it's it's really easy for Twitter people without a fucking shred of nuance in their fucking brain to look at uh, a 20 cops breaking up a human trafficking ring and say, oh, are the social workers going to do this? And it's really easy for some Twitter brain moron on the other side to respond with maybe if police weren't uh, uh, inciting violence in our communities, uh, there wouldn't be crimes like this because people only commit crimes like this when they're pressed and when and when they feel like they have no alternatives and we have to create a more equitable society where people don't feel compelled to crime, blah, 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 blah. And so it's you got these two people that are both speaking, frankly, straight up fucking gibberish. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, yo, it, it, do we think, like, we've talked it to death, Eric. Are cops going anywhere? Mm, doesn't look like it. Doesn't fucking look like it, man. And, like, if that's the case, if they're not going anywhere, 
then the move is reform. And people fucking hate that word because it's not extreme enough for their fucking fantasy land. It's not sexy. It's not sexy at all. But it's like, and also it involves actual work. You, You don't just like overthrow a thing and then say, uh, no, it requires bureaucracy, which if you're like, if you are a Twitter brain, uh, aspiring graphic designer who, uh, you know, gets paid $300 a month from vice, then it's not like bureaucracy seems like a hell, but sad news. A lot of you, it's going to be the hell that you live. <laughs> you know what I mean? So get used to it. You fucks. But it's like, yo, bureaucracy sucks dick. It's it's actually my nemesis. I hate it more than any of these things that we talk about. Any of them. I think it's it, it's inhuman and it's inhumane, and I hate it. But anybody that thinks it's not going to be there or that's not how things get done is a fucking moron. <laughs> like, straight up, is just a dumb person. And if we burn it all down. If we burn it all down, there will be bureaucrats that fill that void within weeks. Mm. Weeks. No, then we burn that down. It is an orientation. It is a it, it is a, a a type of human being that cannot be separated from the instinct. Mm. It, it's uh, everywhere on Earth. These people uh, just rise to the occasion, and they will continue to do so forever. It's just about managing them. Anarcho bureaucracy. Mm. That's where yeah, we're at. That's where you, that's where you arrive. Yeah, anarcho bureaucrats. <laughs> okay, that would actually sum up uh, a lot of cities in uh kind of like the the more rough and tumble uh parts of uh let's see west uh east africa uh because uh they're technically functioning but it it's like it, it, it's anarchy but everybody's wearing a suit to work mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like so it's and listen if that's how people want to live you know I'm game for it you know what I mean you you and I we, we're working on our bodies. We're gonna get the, we're gonna get the strap. You know, we're, yeah. we're we're ready. But I I don't think it's what most people want. To be frank, I want the the luxury apartment that we move into to come equipped with roof snipers. That might be that might prove necessary. Yeah, I want I want to live beneath the uh, the one of the L's in the Hollywood sign. And I want that to have uh, automatic Elon Musk turret system that will eliminate threats upon uh, upon any sign of movement or heat index. Did his flamethrower ever go retail? I think it did for like a second. I think it. I think people bought them. Were, weren't they called like not a flamethrower or something? <laughs> I don't know. Is that true? Because if that's true, he's got a great sense of humor. I think like he couldn't uh, he couldn't legally sell them. Like he couldn't sell a flamethrower. Yeah, it's called uh, not a flamethrower. It's called. And is it available for purchase? Um, twenty thousand of them sold. I don't know. Whoa! I want one. I'm trying to. F- yeah, I kind of want one too. Fuck. Um, hang on. I'm sending you the link. I'm trying to navigate. The sales completed. Fuck. Wow. So they're all gone, right? This Maybe we can cool. get them. Can get them secondhand. All right, I'm gonna shop. Yeah, we gotta. This is all right. This is month three of the Patreon money. Oh, I've got a great one for Patreon. Tell me, a a thousand dollars or whatever we're making. Maybe that can be the next goal. It'll be like fifteen hundred. Uh, that we spend fifteen hundred dollars on a uh on 
we see how many uh, vintage Pamela Anderson and Carmen Electra posters we can purchase for that amount of money. And then we decorate a room with them. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we can probably get a lot though. I feel like we can, we'll probably be able to get too many. But that's part of the gag is that like our, our home becomes a fire trap because there's 10 layers of Carmen Electra posters. Maybe we can, maybe we can, you know, for a $20 tier, we can, uh, we can, we can sell the Carmen Electra posters back to people. That's not bad. We can sign the Carmen Electra posters. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Precisely. We could probably, Carmen Electra, I think is, uh, she, she was on the Pizzagate tip for a minute. There's not. A woman with fake tits that is not on Pizzagate. I love it. Um, Every single woman with fake tits is either in into Pizzagate if they're right leaning, or Wayfair uh, if they're left leaning. Queen, um, we queen. Can, <laughs> go off queens. Go off queens. Can we get her on the show? Do you think it might be a maybe in like a year? Maybe. No, she's always going to be above us. But I, I, I want to get the fake black woman. Oh yeah, uh, Krug. Krug, third Mike. Mm. Yeah, no, she can come on the show. So this is uh, a woman. Should we run this one down? Should we run through this one? Sure. Uh, All right. You, you, you go. So it's a woman who has been uh, a public-facing academic, uh, kind of loud, proud black woman. Uh, associates. Her, I think she lists herself as an activist, um, and uh, has a lot to say. Uh, on, on black struggle. She is a black history, I think history professor. Uh, and uh, today she, she, uh, she issued a statement saying, whoopsie. Did someone whoopsie. find out? No. Uh, well, perhaps somebody did, but, or maybe she knew that the, that she heard the footsteps. People were coming to get her, but uh, she came out and said, uh, I am, I am not, in fact, a black black woman. Do you think that she'll be able to rest easy tonight now that her secret has been exposed? Well, there's two ways to go about this. You either put a gun in your mouth, mm. or, and I think that this is more likely. So everybody, I'm going to go, I'm going to be incredibly um, unkind to this woman. Uh-oh. And I'll explain why in a second. I see a lot of people being unkind to her on Twitter. So I know, and you know that's not my usually my lane. I don't I don't do pylons, but right. um Patty's piling on. Yeah, you either kill yourself or and I think this is more likely, you're like a golden retriever that's found goose shit and you just roll around in the attention. Mm. And you claim that it's destroying you because you don't you don't like people calling you a worthless lying bitch online. But in your heart, you're kind of, as long as somebody's paying attention to you, you kind of like it, you know? And I think that that's more likely because the type of like unhinged narcissist that behaves in this fashion uh, can't let go. Like this person will not just go blow glass on the side of a mountain or become a volunteer firefighter in, 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 you know, Tucson. This will be like a person that pops up in whatever capacity moving forward. Uh, possibly to, to like self self abuse for all of our entertainment. Uh, but I'd like to read some of, some of her statement if I could. Oh, you're, you're just, are you, is this just an exercise in making you mad? I straight up, I, I have like 
such a fucking I think this is the worst type of person. And is, I, I, yeah. This look, is good radio. This is good radio. Getting Patty mad is, is good radio, so go for it. I'm trying to let go of shit like this, but once you've been lied on by weirdos, lying weirdos set you off. And seeing people like, like, yo, I'm mad not just at this dumb fucking moron, but at people that ate this up. Like, I saw people, I saw like, uh, black uh, public-facing intellectuals who are like, I'm I'm torn up about this. I'm sick because I would often cede my voice to this woman because as a black man, I knew that the only person more marginalized than me is a black woman. And I would let her speak over me uh, and I would defer to her. And it's like, yo, you're bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, you're bad, sucker bitch. Like you, you fucking, you are these, one of these fucking morons who has to say, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 uh, I guess I'm not as stepped on as you. So here's the microphone. Nah, man, get your shit off. Who gives a shit? You don't got to fucking always cede your fucking space at the fucking table to someone else. You know what I mean? Get your shit off. You're a human being. So fuck that guy. And moving forward, let me say fuck this lady because in her in her fucking coming out like, hey, look at me, I'm exposed, uh, whole thing, she continues to use the language of a woke idiot. So, yo, you fraudulent fucking shitball. <laughs> you, 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 you're a scam. And you're still, you're still using this language that you, the part that made me fucking nauseous was where <clears throat> oh, she says, I'm a coward a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, dude, funny. I, I, my read of it was, it was just pure self-flagellation. It was like, I, I, I could see her just whipping herself. I believe in restorative justice where possible, even when and where I don't know what the means or how it could work. I believe in accountability and I believe in cancel culture as a necessary and righteous, righteous tool for those who, who with less structural power to wield against those with more power. Yo, this is me speaking from my heart right now. If this was a man, I'd threaten this person's life. <laughs> this is me speaking from my heart. This this is like how I really feel in, inside myself, which is like I would grab a a, 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 a smelter's hammer and I, I would say, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you because this is so fucking disgusting. Listen to this. I I should absolutely. And, yo, I hate calling things disgusting. It sounds like the, I'm the same moralizing tit that these fucking idiots are. But listen, I should absolutely be canceled. No, I don't write in the passive voice ever because I believe we must name power. So you should absolutely cancel me. And I absolutely cancel myself. Yo. Yeah. Kill yourself. These yeah, these, these people have a fucking twisted idea of what power is. Yo, the worst, the worst. I, it, hey, cancel yourself then. You know what I'm saying? And I'm that dude that's like, no, 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 don't ever kill yourself. We can figure something out. You know what I mean? Nobody's beyond redemption. But this person's brain is so fucked. This is like, this this is like some weird fucking gulag fucking uh, guard, like being like, oh, I mean, I belong in here. It's uh, you know what I I really like I'm the one who should be breaking lo- rocks in here that th- it should be me I feel uh, you know what I, can I get in here can, can I jump in here and break some rocks you know what yeah. I mean oh can I lose a toe to gangrene okay oh please like yo what is fucking wrong with this person 
uh, brain worms. I don't know. It's, uh, dude, it's, 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 it's just religion. It's like they've identified, they've ID'd themselves as the heretic and now they have to like prostrate themselves on a cross, like before their own, you know, ilk. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just straight up brain worms. I, I don't know what to do with this person. I guess they thought, they could cancel themselves before someone else did it for them. I guess they read the writing on the wall that eventually, yeah, you it get will out. come. Yeah, Sean King. Yeah, it's gonna come for you. It's gonna, you know what I mean? Like she knew she was living this lie for whatever reason. She chased the clout so hard. She flew too close to the sun on wings of clout, and uh, y- you know they they fell apart, and now she's she's drowning in the ocean. It's uh, what can I say? I, I don't know. It's it's. First of all, fuck this person. I never knew that they existed. Uh, fuck their weird, fraudulent ass. And, and you know, it's kind of like you, you get what you pay for a little bit. You get what you deserve. Yeah, I'm going the other way now. Okay. This this lady's cool. <laughs> what happened? You had a change <laughs> of art. I realized that that moralizing instinct that like calling something disgusting is no different than calling it yikes. You know what I'm saying? Like I just got mad judgmental when really this is just, she's just finessing, you know, she's just trying to get over. It's, you know, bring this back to the finesse days. Remember when everybody was finessing, she's just finessing, which by the way, isn't it crazy that all the sex workers forgot what finessing was when Bella Thorne did it? Uh, well, yeah, but it's because these people, the, the only, they're not real sex workers. Yeah. That's what's really funny is all, that that's the larger discourse that came out of that. Like that's what's going around now, which is, well, you girl, you girls are frauds anyway. So what you want? <laughs> like, all, that's you're, crazy. You're all little Bella Thorns and you're just mad at her cause she was able to, to scam better than you are. Yeah, exactly. That's, oh, uh, that's not, that's not entirely fair. I mean, I guess Bella Thorne did. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Whatever. Hey, Eric, yeah. she lied, which is to my knowledge, a, a f- cornerstone of the finesse game in sex work. Right. So, but not, but not every sex worker is a finesse or no, but I, all I'm saying is that there's women out there, you know, putting up, you know, you, you're getting, what you pay for when you subscribe one would assume oh yeah there's girls like filling all holes like really going the fucking Ooh, extra mile but literally it, but it's you know it, it, it is a uh it, it the question is is this a craft where you know you're filling all holes and that's that's like how you're expressing yourself and this person comes in and and does the like total fraudulent version of it and is more successful than you and does that burn you or or is if you could not fill all holes and still make Bellathorn money, would you fill all holes? Is your commitment to filling holes is that, or, or is your commitment to making money? I, I mean, if you tell me it's to fill in holes and you're an artist, hey, fuck, I relate to that shit. You know, no one loves filling a hole more than you and I. Yeah, I, exactly. Like, I, yo, I'll back you to the to the end, but it it, it seems more likely that yo a lot of these people that are angry at Bellathorn kind of want to be Bellathorn. Um, yes, it's, 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 it's the old adage, hoes mad. Hoes mad. It's the maddest, the maddest I've ever seen them, to be quite honest. 
Yeah, which is it, but that shows you how online works because there was somebody breaking it down that like mathematically the 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 number of people that this actually impacts aren't the it can't be the number of people that are mad. Like it can't be. You're getting mad on somebody else's behalf because if it, it, what her shit impacts is largely uh the, the ability to to tip over $50 is the big one. Mm. But but what percentage of the women that we saw online getting mad are making over $50 tips on any given monthly cycle? I I couldn't say, but the people that have looked at it and are better at math than I am are like, nope. (laughs) Like maybe like 1% of the people that are mad have a right to be mad, you know, like, or not a right that it impacts them directly. So listen, I'm not pro or again, although we probably will get the Bella Thorne only fans. I am not like, I want you all to succeed. I want you all to get your fucking money, but let's not pretend that she's not just finessing. And let's also not pretend that Jessica Krug isn't just finessing. So if you don't mind, Eric, I have not lived a double life. There is no parallel form of my adulthood connected to white people or a white community or an alternative white identity. I have lived this lie fully, completely, with no exit plan or strategy. I have built only this life, a life within which I have operated with a radical sense of ethics of right and wrong Mm. and with rage rooted in black power, an ideology which every person should support, but to which I have no possible claim as my own. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. I'm going to do something right now. Um, You're going to fart into the microphone? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. Okay, so twenty-five, uh, and I'm gonna uh, we're, it goes on for twice as long. So let's say just under fifty. That's a forty-five word sentence that that person just wrote. Yeah, forty-five word sentence. Cancel yourself for that. <laughs> it's they're just it's it's uh. They're trying to craft the perfect, uh, how do I like, you know, the perfect thing to put out to dig them out of the hole that they've, that they've dug for themselves. It's like, it's, 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 it's like watching just like a worm, you know, like they're just like groveling at the feet of the people that they once served. And they're just like, no, no, I'm, I believe in all the, I'm one of you. And they like, these people don't give a shit. You're disposable. Oh Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, but but here's the thing. Let, ch- check it out. Do, do let's say let's take what she's saying on face value, and I actually do believe her that she did not create. She didn't go home and quote unquote act white. You know what I'm saying? Like this was her reality. <laughs> Yo, how nonsense is this whole thing? Oh, it's great. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm on her side now. She's finessing. I'm not mad. Jessica Krug, I'm sorry that I called you a despicable bitch. I'm sorry that I said you're a total hypocrite liar that's responsible for hurting other people. I think that you're lit. She sucks, man. This, no, no, no. But like the whole the whole situation sucks. The whole <laughs> everything about it sucks. Like is is it is is the is the notion that she should be saved from from a, a crucifix because she fully embraced the, the the black lifestyle and never engaged with white culture. Yo, stop this nonsense. What does that even mean? Well, okay, so check it out. That's a good question. What does that mean? Like, 
Now, granted, she's an extreme version because she was literally pretending to be black. But it really raises a question that if... (laughs) What is her version of the black experience? What is Mm -hmm. her version of the black identity? Because as I always point out, I, I have a friend who's a black woman who is only now experiencing the quote unquote black experience because she didn't come from the situation that the media portrays as the black experience. She came from like a rural, uh, kind of like it just wasn't the shit that they advertise on TV as being black. And that doesn't mean that she doesn't experience all the uh, attendant discrimination that you get from being black. Of course she does, but Black culture has to amount to more than a fear of police and uh, being followed around a store. And if that's the case, if there is more to the culture than that, maybe there, maybe the culture can be treated like any other, where it can be broken into hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, of kind of specific experiences or specific. Um, uh, milieus maybe like like white culture may or may not be a thing but certainly a uh a, a wealthy white and a broke white have different cultures and if black experience has to be more than being discriminated against then white culture also has to be more than privilege it, yeah. these things are just part they're they're just part of the umbrella that each group lives under. It's not to take anything away from those things. Those are real things, but there has to be more to a culture than that. So my question to her would be like, yo, you're a black academic. That is worlds away from some other black experiences. And like kind of what are you fucking talking about when you say you have no white identity? Like you, there's no white identity to you. Like, what does that mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you only watch black shows? Do you only read black books? <laughs> do, right. do you, like, like what is blackness to you, Jessica Krug? When you hear Billy Joel, you smash the radio. Yeah. Like what, what is it like? And now that you, now that you have to kind of confront the fact that you are white, do you get into Billy Joel? Right. Exactly. Now you're freed up a little bit. You can maybe explore things previously that you weren't allowed to. Yeah, before you were big, big mad at Dr. Bronner's. Now you're with it. Yeah. What if What if now she's like, hey, screwdriver's got some riffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she thought <laughs> that anyway. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's it's such it's but like what like what what are some what are some like what are some fundamentally white things um, um to me it's to me it's like like the what the part of the health food store that doesn't sell like uh coca butter it sells like dr bronner's you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like it's the part of the um it, it, like it, there's things that are, Oh, it's the part of the iTunes store that sells splash rather, rather than, uh, bad boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what are these fucking or vice versa rather? Like what are, what are these like, uh, like it's so weird when people talk about black culture, white culture, when 90% of people I would imagine are living pop culture. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's like, 
you're getting sold an idea of what these cultures are by the, by the media that you're consuming, which is just reinforcing these kind of archaic ideas, you know, like most of you are just living a pop culture, which again does not take away from any of the fucking social issues. It's just to say that there is more to a culture than those specific issues. There has to be. There there is, but I don't know. I think around the, like, I think the idea of discrimination and the idea uh, on the part of black people and other minorities and the idea of privilege on white people are two things that are universally agreed upon when, and they have like specific ideas and definitions when they're talked about on Twitter. The rest of the things don't really, because I don't really see that many people out there talking on them. I see people talking about those two things, the, 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 um, the hardships of the black experience through discrimination and prejudice and, and, and violence. And the notion that white people are beyond reproach, you know, in, in any, you know, sense of, of the world because we exist in the white supremacy hegemony and they reap all the benefits from that. These are like, from, you know, at least my read of the situation, at least my read of, of things on Twitter, at least on my timeline, this is how, um, things are understood. And that's why, you know, they've, these conversations don't have a lot of nuance because they've been boiled down to specifically those two, uh, you know, concepts. Um, but like, yeah, it's, it's missing a million things. It's, it's missing a million aspects that, that, are not factoring into the conversation and therefore leave the entire conversation with massive blind spots and like vagaries and things that like, you know what I mean? Like there's no way to really, the conversation hasn't been expanded to those other things. And maybe that's because their view is that we're not done talking about the two things that matter. And that's fine. If that's, you know, that's what your, your values are or or where you want the conversation to be right now. But like, it just, it leaves so much, blindness in the entire thing and it's like it makes things hard to talk about because there's no consensus on them well that's where like i'm seeing the the discourse is now shifting to calling anybody who wants to address class as a class reductionist that is against the uh centering black voices and it's like yo man i've seen a lot of scams in my life this is just another one shut the fuck up that, you know I'm that I'm convinced when people tell you that that like class is not like pertinent to the conversation, I'm convinced that's like c- CNN big money corporate troll, like troll account, like bot account from the corporations to make you stop from talking about the things that actually matter. Yes, like, that, that, <laughs> I agree. That, that, that's that's some like weird old money uh, control of, of that conversation. No, the the last thing that anybody wants is for this conversation to take its turn to class because that's where it should be. And it, but it doesn't, as long as we're fighting these battles, as long as battles are drawn on lines of race, yo, the dominant pop culture structure, the, the entire, the, the, um, corporations, the government, yo, they are so happy to watch you all kill each other in the streets. As soon oh. as you wake up, as soon as you put on the they live glasses and can and together and see the core, the, the true face of evil, um, they're going to try and stamp that out as quickly as humanly possible. Yo, I mean, 
this uh, the idea that race is going to be the thing that gets us out from under a a, a, a I don't even know a debt industrial complex that's meant to uh, make you a full time factory worker in no f- in in the total absence of factories working like what I keep calling like this tech service industry in an unfulfilling life and making marginal wages. If anybody thinks that. Like, listen, not to deny any fucking race conversations, you fucking tits. But if anybody thinks that race is going to be the the thing that marches marches us out of that, they're fucking idiots. Like, they're just dumb, and it's frust it's getting frustrating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's getting yeah. frustrating. Like, yo, which again, listen, I'm gonna get accused of not reading the room. I understand. I get it. There's fucking, there's a whole bunch of issues, a whole bunch of issues that don't get talked about really, but there's a whole bunch of issues that are getting talked about now, uh, such as, uh, uh, I don't know what the language we'd use. Um, police discrimination against blacks, whatever fucking term we're using. Well, but, Uh, but but that's, but so that's, we can't, we can't fall into the same trap that Twitter does where it's like, you know, that's the focus of this moment and that's where the focus should remain it's like it's about the the right. way in which black people are policed and and not treated equitably under the law but i you know and and to me trying to pivot the conversation right now to the class problem is about as you know self-serving well maybe not self-serving but it's about no, right as, right you, it's you can't you can't do it because no it it's, it's the same way of making it into another me too moment like yes it, it's those are that's it's true. valid but that's not what this is Yes, that's all true. So, so let's let's not let's not be clear with everybody that this isn't our call to jump off whatever's fucking working right now. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's not what it is. But th- there is just some frustration for for like, listen. For example, as Eric said, uh, people people that are controlling your destiny don't really care about what's happening in Portland. They don't really, or if they do, it's it's an it's an affirmative. They like it, like street battles between perceived political axes are are like. That's not going to get it done, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get it done. But like, like, and the idea that there aren't like okay eric do you think that there's lizard people drinking champagne watching that shit on a news network that only goes to their homes uh their mansions rather and are clinking those glasses together and laughing while they do it i think it's you possible know, to be totally confirmed there's like an out there's a giant sculpture of an owl overhead and they're yeah. just it, like that shit but okay hold on let's backtrack here's underlining it everybody Eric and I are not your grandfather that says, well, I'm not taking anything away from black lives, but this looting, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not what, that's not what we're doing, but it, it is it, it, because it's our podcast. Let's just be clear. It's frustrating to watch whole conversations get sidelined for years at a time or more accurately, my entire adult fucking life. <laughs> so it's frustrating, yeah. but at the same time, as Eric said, go off Kings. Yeah, go off. I mean, well, look, 
there's no doubt that I, I think I think the Bernie stuff made people made the money people scared for a minute. And yo, the fact that they popped champagne the minute Biden was the guy, you know? Um so the fact that now that that Bernie is out of the conversation, they can all take breathe a sigh of relief in that they've successfully pivoted and quashed the the the, the class issue. So, you know, and and they're ready to in you know, their way of fully avoiding that is by, you know, more so embracing the race issue. And you know, productive things can come from that for sure. It's it's a thing that's that's now, you know, more rel- it's 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 being addressed, let's say, on a pop culture level. Um to what degree things will change for the better, it remains to be seen. Um you know, in, incrementally, I think things could get better. I mean, Biden, I saw something he fucking his the amount in which he's received uh, donations uh, has like, f- du- like I think it like nearly doubled what Hillary received in 2016. My man, Biden killing it, killing it with the dones. He's kill his only fans is is exploding. We got to get mad at him then. Yeah, I know. But but no, what what I mean is like, you know, the power, right? The real power, right? The 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 money power, the banks, the Wall Street, whatever. They are in on the Biden train. And as much as it's 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 it's, it's really confusing and it's 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 strange. Uh I do believe that these conversations will be, you know, surrounding race and things like that will be better to be received under a Biden presidency than a Trump presidency. However, the fact that the money is in on it signifies to me that nothing's really going to change. Nothing going to change. Um, I think Biden's better, but nothing's really going to change. And I have these guilty thoughts where it's like, you know, Trump sucks, but like it is kind of interesting to have a guy in there that like all the money people are really, really mad at and really don't want there. Or is that all? Is that just kayfabe? I don't know. It, that might just be kayfabe. The money people might not fucking give a shit one way or the other. No. So the kayfabe part is these articles that come out when like Kamala Harris uh, is chosen as the VP and you read uh, Wall Street guys party and you're yeah. like, where where did that information come from? Right. Like, where did that news report? It's like, what Wall Street guys? All of Wall Street? You, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking about 2,000 people on the floor and and, and what? Uh, they all partied? Where'd they party? It, yeah. It's like, so that sort of shit is like just meant to sow discord and like further some like dem social uh, nonsense, you know? But it, it's a... Uh, I mean, I also don't doubt it. I also don't doubt that some of them were partying. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. Uh, but how would we know? Um, I think. I think. At the, so at the, yeah, at the end of the day, I don't think they give a shit Biden or or Trump. I think they re- recognize that neither is a threat to their whole thing. Can I? Can I read a little bit more on this, Jess, Jessica Krug, or, or I just call her Krug, the Krug. Uh, so, I. Uh, Somebody has come out and alleged that uh, they know the facts of the case and that she was she got ahead of this because basically people have been there's been people asking questions lately. 
uh, people looked into her history a little bit and that she was going to get jammed up pretty quick. So she, she aired herself out before she could be aired out. Um, now here's what I think is interesting about this person who is, she's saying that the lady is, or that Jessica Krug is pretty smart and, uh, did, did good history work. Right. So she asked the question, why would she chase extra clout by claiming to be like a Puerto Rican black girl from the hood? Like what is the, what is the thrill there? What is the payoff? And I think that this, but okay, so that's all, these are all good questions. And I came in hot on, on Krug, my girlfriend, uh, <laughs> and before we re- resolve things. And I realized that I'm her biggest supporter, but here's the part that I think is interesting. This is this, uh, Dr. Yo Figgy. Uh, she needs to account for everything she has taken, everything she has gained, all that she has stole by creating this identity and shrouding herself with a black and Latina, f- uh, folks who defended, supported and lifted her up. What does what does restitution look like when she won awards, grants, and fellowships under for underrepresented folks? Uh, okay, so check this out. That's always the question, right? What does restitution look like? What does accountability look like? There's a reason why that is a thing that is built into every conversation about doing wrong. It's because nobody knows, and this is the way that you you kind of like shrug off taking the responsibility of making decisions that essentially make you a cop. So this came up with, uh, in our world, because this is the the Louis CK podcast, Louis CK podcast before we pivoted to be in the Chris D'Elia podcast, free Chris. And we constantly ran into this weird thing where, you know, what do people, what do you want? What, tell me what you want so that this guy can either do it or not do it. And if you speak in broad strokes, like, I want him to take accountability. That is not a thing. That is that is that has no concrete meaning. So what do you mean? And we go through this all the time on this podcast. But what is so but this is when I get fed up with this nonsense where you throw your hands in the air and you just kind of you condemn somebody, but in it you build in what does restitution look like? What is accountability here? I don't know, but I know it needs to be done. Yo, nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? Nobody fucking knows. So nothing gets done. And all that happens is that seven months from now, no matter where Jessica Krug, my girlfriend, where, no matter where she's at in life, you're going to say that she didn't do enough. Well, yeah, no, I mean, all that happens is because she becomes a meme now, right? She's, she's the new doll is all. Yeah. I think the best case scenario for her is that, like you said, she goes, blows glass on the side of the mountain. She moves out to the desert and starts a, you know, a, 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 start selling plants or something like that. I think that's her move. Oh, I mean, if like, listen, I would, (laughs) this is why you got to have real friends. Everybody who just has allies. If you've got real friends, then when you tell the world, Hey, I'm fake black and the larger world turns on you and you can't get a job in your field at all. Well, you've got some real friends. So your real friends are going to hire you to work behind the scenes at their real estate company or do, doing the uh, tech end uh, right. of the website, or they'll hire you to uh, clean out the, the truck on the fish market, you, you know, whatever it is. But that's why you need real friends because these internet people that like supposedly lift you up, 
You know what I'm saying? They don't care if you live or die after this. No. See, I fucked up. All my real, none of my real friends have jobs. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's just, she should start an OnlyFans. Ooh, that's not bad. Would you do me a favor and look her up right now? Uh, what's her name? Jessica Krugman? Krug. Jessica Krug. That should have been the first giveaway that she wasn't black. Yeah. That's not that's not a black name. Krug? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Supposedly she's Jewish and from Nebraska. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a more interesting identity, to be honest. Um, okay, what am I I just searched her name. What was I looking up? On, on look at her face. Her face? Yeah, look at her. The woman. Yeah. Okay. Is she uh black passing to you? Uh you know. Um, maybe I'd say, yeah. Yeah. But I also, I also like firmly believe that Sean King is a black man. Sean King. And I see all day that he's, that people say that he's not, but there's no doubt in my mind that that's a black man. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Sean King is always getting called Talcum X and and, and (laughs) that's a brutal nickname. It's brutal. And, and said that he's a fake, fake black man, but we've talked about it on this podcast. He came out and said, listen, my mom fucked the black guy. Yes. She was married at the time. Yes. It's weird that I have to talk about this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Now, Sean King doesn't seem like a cool dude. I'm not the guy's fucking advocate, but yo, I don't know. Can we get him some fucking heredity test? I'm guessing dude's black and this, but then again, I'm a bad judge because Jessica Krug, Krug, my girlfriend, if she told me, yeah, I'm, I'm black and Puerto Rican, I'd be like, sure you are. Sure. You know, uh, you know I, I take everyone at their word. You know, I'm not I'm not a fucking, you know, I have no business looking into these people's lives. You're not, you're not the phrenologist? No, <laughs> no, I'm not measuring their skulls. They, If someone tells me they're, they're you know, I if, if Sean King, if I were in a polite conversation with Sean King and he mentions his... Uh, his his black father or black mother, whichever, and uh, I would say, hmm, okay, like I would just, I, I have no reason to doubt these people. What but, about if I said it? Um, I might, I'm, I, I don't know, I might not buy that one exactly, but I'm not also the guy who you for it. I would not like attack you for that. So, um, it's kind of interesting because it's, uh, Eric, you wouldn't me for my. Oh, you know what, Sean King, his birthday is the day before mine. No shit. Yeah, look at that. Virgo brother. No, I would not. I would, I would, uh, you know. Interesting choice of words. I know. Shut up. I'm trying to run away from it right now. Um, (laughs) so, so, so you're saying that, oh, a runaway, like a runaway. All right. All right. Now you're getting too wild. Um, it, it's kind of fun. I, I don't know. I see, uh, and this might just be in the wildest parts of Twitter. Um, the, uh, I think I sent you something the other day where it was like, it was someone just saying wholesale that, that, that Latin, Latinos, Latin people are, are white. And I was like, huh, that's a weird conversation. So like, it's really just like, it's about like, it's purely about, um, I guess like presentation in a way. Like, I guess it's just, it's about face value. You know, it's about like literally, 
the amount of melanin, right? Because there's a lot of people getting into like colorism arguments. <laughs> I know. And it's so, it feels to me, it feels very reductive. Uh, and yeah, also ignorant, listen. ignorant of like whole, like the way people have historically been treated. I don't know. Listen, you and I have talked about colorism before. Our fucking 35 black listeners get fucking uncomfortable with the conversation that two fucking white guys are going, white guys, supposedly, who knows who our real fathers are, mm. like talk, talking about this issue uh, because it is such an in such an in culture conversation that like I, I can't even really and I never say I can't engage with shit but I, but uh, this one's tough because it literally makes no sense to me like like I can't most things I can kind of wrap my head around try to see the the angle try to make sense of things even like some of the stuff that our listeners find really repellent I'll sit down and read a couple essays on at least try to fucking understand where people are coming from this one is so fucking weird to me like there's people that basically want to make it a one drop l- rule. And that if you got any color in you, 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 you're a person of color. And then there's other people that want to make it about what you can pass for. And these two things are really at fucking odds in a world where, yo, I mean, I'll, you know what, Eric, let's do our superior East coast bias thing for a second. All right. I don't think many of these people are from New York. No, no. Because if you meet, like, there's a f- still a few housing projects on the Lower East Side. The kids that come out of there make no fucking physiological sense to me. I don't know what race they are. They they look like some combination of, like, East Indian plus, like, uh, Puerto Rican plus, like, African American. Like, yo, it's just these things are very confused in, in a highly plural society. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, so it, 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 we're reaching, I'd be actually curious to see data on this. I, I, I don't know. I mean, with, uh, black people representing such a small percentage of, of the total population in the United States, uh, we can't actually literally be getting close to it, but I bet in some, some cities or some, uh, the communities we're getting close to it that, you know, maybe it's just like Europe where, you go to England, you see somebody and they look white ethnic, but you don't know what that means. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that means that they could be anything from like an Italian mixed with a Greek to an Armenian sure, to a yeah. Slav to like, it, it, and you, you don't know. And that's the same shit here. So like, listen, everybody, we're going to be post-racial at some point. We're yeah. going to have to find something to kill each other about other than this, <laughs> because at some juncture, people are just going to be kind of like a weird combination of things. Well, that I mean, maybe that's why, you know, the colorism argument is the natural place for things to pivot, because at a certain point, at least in the United States, um, we're, you know, the as the generations go by and, you know, Puerto Rican people marry and have kids with uh you know uh east indians and et cetera et cetera you know uh, as as we become more racially ambiguous you know it just how our brains work in like a tribal sense is that we're going to just start you know it's going to just be visually especially since as the generations go by you're more removed from that original whatever your original ethnic culture is that 
it's going to, you know, people are just going to, the racism that's going to be occurring are going to be between darker and lighter skinned people. So you think that we're always going to find a way to star belly sneech this shit? I, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt to that. I mean, if it wasn't race, it would be, you know, the size of your forehead or if it was, you know, it would be, you know, your, how many, how many nose hairs you have. Like there, there's always going to be a reason for people to fucking separate themselves and, and divide themselves on these lines and, and, and reasons to hate each other. That's, it's always going to exist, man. Mm. It's not to say that we shouldn't, you know, work or, or educate, you know, to be better than that or to, to unlearn those like seemingly ingrained uh, biases in, in our brains, you know, there's plenty of things that, that we can unlearn and, and, and move past, you know, through, you know, uh, education and intellectualism, but it's like, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's in, it's in your head. It's in your, it's literally your, your brain is like designed this way. I think it's, it's like, it's, it, I don't know. It, 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 it's something that has to be unlearned. Uh, your neoliberalism. Mm, yes. Is on, is on full display. I'm wearing a sweater vest and, uh, I'm, 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 uh, doing a, a Muslim prayer to the, uh, to the poster of Stephen Colbert on my wall. <laughs> uh, you want to pivot to guns? I guess. Yeah. Let's talk guns. So a tweet from Michael Malice, uh, <clears throat> uh, who's kind of like the smarter version of us. Uh, I, I toured defense distributed earlier this week and saw what level of, uh, of 3d printed gun is up to what the level of 3d printed gun is up to the battle for gun rights has been won, uh, irrevocably. So, th- so I follow a bunch of 3d gun printing accounts and the joke it's, it, I enjoy it. The joke is that they all say they have no hands because, the thing that they're always being accused of is, oh, sure, 3D guns. What do you get off two two rounds before the thing explodes in your hands? And then it'll just be them showing videos of them like letting off 200 rounds, <laughs> like being like, still got the hands. Yeah. So I I follow a bunch of these accounts and they, you know, I, it's an issue that I feel somewhat strongly about, which is, uh, you know, like there's private, there's private property rights. Okay. Uh, some people value those. Other people don't. But I don't know. I think you'd have to be pretty fucking insane not not to value your access to information, like a freedom of access to information. You probably like I I don't even know if I can respect somebody who doesn't prioritize that somewhat. So the uh, gun rights thing, like if you can get three D printed guns uh, as just hey you you are you are an adult, you are a human being, you you have access to ideas. Here's this information. Uh, if we are entering a future where 3D printers are not cost prohibitive, prohibitive, and and people use them for all types of things, uh, I don't know. Can can you ever put the genie back in the bottle, or is the conversation not even worth happening having? Because in the United States, we're never putting the genie back in the bottle, regardless. Because between from since March, we've had two million more first time gun owners, and we're just going to become more of a gun culture. Well, I look. It's too, this is going to sound like talking out of both sides of my mouth. Um, but bear with me. The genie can't be put back in the bottle, especially with 3D printing guns and the amount of guns that already exist on the, that's out there. The, it's, it's flooded. It's, 
It, if someone truly wants to get a gun, they can get it. Um, however, at the same time, I don't think, I, I think the harder you can make it for a Kyle Rittenhouse or anybody to get a gun, I think the, the better that is. And like, I think it's better that they can't just go walk into you know, Walmart or wherever and buy an AR-15. I think it's good to have certain restrictions. I, they have to really be determined to get one of those things in order to get it. And it's, it's, it's with the knowledge of knowing that if they are that determined, they will get it and they will, you know, they may kill somebody. Um, I just don't, I, 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 I think the harder it is, the better. <sighs> Nazi. <laughs> I just think it's, uh, you know, I think it, 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 in a legal sense, right? Um, I think it's, it's easier to make an argument that someone like a Kyle Rittenhouse or someone that, you know, commits a, a mass shooting or something really had, you know, violent intent in their heart because they went that extra step to get the thing, you know, it wasn't just a, I'm, you know, an insane person and I'm going to go walk, you know, I can just readily get this thing and commit something because of availability, you know, I, an insane person can go and grab a thing and do something horrible. Um, I think it, it really, if you make it harder to get and they still go ahead and get it, it, it proves that there's, there's, there's more like diabolical intent. Does that make sense? You know, you went from a Nazi that was trying to restrict my rights a minute ago to just like a <clears throat> measly, peasly, pathetic cuck. You, you're, yeah, because you are like, you, you believe that, the, that Kyle Rittenhouse should have the nukes. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I would I not, I would not, re- I would not restrict that 17 year old's access to nukes. Yeah. And that's, 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 uh, I think I'll, you won't, you're, see, it's interesting because this is you, this is an example of you having a wildly, uh, unreasonable view that some of the tankies we talk about, ha- I mean, it's, they're not the same, it's not the same thing, but it is, it, this is, this is your version of Twitter person arguing for authoritarian regimes. Except it's exactly the opposite. Well, in, in. Yes, in terms of the actual the thing that's being discussed, but this is your this is your edge lord. You're just edge lording. So the content of the argument is completely different. However, yes. the extreme the extremism is is matched. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That's all it is. You're, you're you're this is your this is your four chan Patrick right now. You're precisely right. I, and you know what? I don't doubt that you in your heart believe that because on some level I do too. But it you know you're a reasonable enough person to know that society can't function if 17-year-olds have nuke codes. Uh, Does it deserve to function if we can't have access to nuke Mm -hmm. codes? (laughs) I mean, this is, that's where, look, I love having these, you know, I love having this, we've had this conversation a million times, but when the rubber meets the road, uh, no, (laughs) I have to, so when it comes in, in practicality, I have to say, no, you can't have those things. You're not allowed to play with those toys. <sighs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I would never tell anybody that. Mm. 
Why? Because it makes you sound like a cuck. Did you see that they're trying to destroy people who contributed to Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, uh, legal fund? That they're openly sharing that information. Not not them, but like some group. Uh, I think they're branded as an Antifa group to, from some someplace. Uh, got that information and is trying to get all those people fired from their jobs. Uh, I didn't see that. It doesn't surprise me. I thought we were kind of in some ways, not over trying to get people fired, but I thought the direct appeal to get people f- to get like, for example, school teachers who gave Kyle Rittenhouse's defense fund 36, $36 because they thought that that th- they saw the video and said, I don't know. I, I think this kid deserves a fair shot or maybe it was self-defense or at least he like, you know, like it's important that uh, his, his trial, regardless of uh, whether I think he's innocent or guilty, it's important that it's not political, that it, that he has the money to fight what might be a political uh, uh, decision. Uh, They're trying to ruin those people. I thought we were, I thought that that was decided that that was tacky that like reaching out to like, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond, and being like, "You got to fire, you got to fire Skyler today." I thought that that was like over, but apparently oh, it's shit. still it's apparently still popping. Yeah, no, they love any excuse to do that type of shit. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know the soul of somebody that that calls a, a stranger's employer to to get them fired um, for something that they've done that they perceived as heinous. I don't know that person, but it's a really it's a really shitty use of your time. It's it's like I can think of a million better things to do than than doing that to somebody. It's I just think it's I don't know. We've talked about it before. We've talked. I about know, it. but that, but I thought I thought I didn't. Again, I didn't think it was over. I thought the colleges were still trying to fire. You know, I see that students are trying to get their professors fired on day one, which is pretty wild. But like, I didn't know that we we're still reaching out to the smallest. You know, like you know, like like a like a call center. Uh, in Duluth, like you, oh, you, you gotta, you gotta fire Mary. She's a bitch. You know, and you're like, what? Stop. What are we talking about? Like, you know, all these people with like incredibly mundane jobs, we're just gonna fire them. Like, you know, it doesn't. It, why the fuck do you, that's not a person who makes policy. Like, somebody that works at whatever the fuck it is, like a, a uh, a rice distribution company. You know what I mean? That's not a person that fucking makes policy. You fucking weirdos. What good is firing them? Oh, oh, you taught them a lesson. Yeah. You just radicalized them. (laughs) Yeah. Particularly if they feel like, Oh, the economy is not going to be better for 10 years. Oh, I just lost my job under like these circumstances and it might be hard to find another. Oh, you know what? 3d printed nuclear weapon. And, (laughs) and, uh, I'm going to detonate it. Dirty bomb myself. Uh, Eric, can I read a, a thing that just passed my past my my little purview? Is is it more Krug? It's not Krug. It's movie. It's Movie Bob. Okay. Do you know Movie Bob? I don't think I know Movie Bob. So Movie Bob has had a pretty long career as a YouTuber. Uh, disappeared for a couple of years, I guess, but came back uh, on the Escapist Network. He's um, just like a fat bald guy that when he's just reviewing things, it doesn't necessarily harm your brain, but his takes are radioactive. Like just like, so like ninth grade, eat the rich sort of takes that seem just made to 
like keep a certain segment of his of his viewership happy. They're just they look so fucking goofy. Anyway, he's gone through different iterations of hated, not hated, hated, whatever. For some reason, he's being pretty hated on this last month, and I'm not going to join in exactly, but I just wanted to read this person in defense of him. And well, just wait, wanted to- what what was the take that he's defending? Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Uh, that he is a fat bitch. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, what, what, why? So why are they calling What, what was, what was the man? Uh, people just, I mean, listen, people are bored. People are just looking for somebody to hate. You know, I, I don't think, I think he said that he doesn't want to die seeing the movie Tenet. All right. Well, so listen, somebody was ragging on movie Bob. And then this person says his take on Bayonetta. No, because he talks about video games. Yeah. Movie Bob talks about video games. (laughs) I should say that his take on Bayonetta in this next word is asterisks literally changed my life. I would probably be a Gamergate dude instead of a leftist trans woman. My lord. Wait. Okay, so wait. Oh man. Whoa, man. Okay. Keep going. Okay, so how would you respond to to somebody saying that about worst possible timeline? Um <laughs> I like like, like if, if there was a, a an account that was an apparent trans woman who uh, is somebody was saying, oh, worst possible timeline, aren't those Nazis? Mm-hmm. And then and then this one of our trans listeners jumps to our defense and says, uh, their take on the Rittenhouse nuclear weapons <laughs> changed my life. I would probably be a Gamergate dude instead of a leftist trans woman. How would you respond to that? Um, God bless, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't have anything more to say than that. I'm happy for any 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 positivity we can bring to somebody's life. Um, the notion that a take or um, a a political idea, you know, something resonating with you or something that that makes you learn your moral code or helps form your moral code or whatever, uh, influence you to become a a, a woman or to to, to transition. Maybe they didn't mean that. Maybe they, 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 but like, it seems to be the notion that they're saying is that if, if I never heard this thing, maybe then I wouldn't, I'd still be a man and not a trans, unless they mean that like they learned to accept themselves, that they were always the trans person inside, you know, the, the, you know, and, and they would have maybe further denied that part of them, you know, maybe that's what they're saying, but 
the way it reads is that I would have never transitioned if I didn't hear this this person's, you know, if I wasn't exposed to these political ideologies or whatever that that a take on Bayonetta a take Eric. on Bayonetta yeah so the reason I ask this question is because I like movie Bob's response which is I'm deeply honored and touched by this thank you because that is either somebody that is so desperate to please a fan or the most deranged narcissist that has ever lived. Mm. And I don't know, I don't know movie Bob. I don't know his heart. So I, I can't say, but that's an insane response. <laughs> you know I mean? like, like you and I would both go thumbs up or praise hands emoji or yeah. God bless. God bless. Or, or, you know, continued success, yeah. <laughs> whatever we would say. But, <laughs> just so crazy to be like oh you know what i take i do take accountability and i am honored that you recognize my accountability what? right right yeah i take responsibility for for you <laughs> for for my take on bayonetta firstly if somebody said that my take on bayonetta uh was it would deeply impactful and change their worldview in any way that would signal to me that that person's not killing it right now, not killing it. And I would not try to encourage whatever was going on that made that person feel that that was that, that that should have been that impactful in their life. I would try to dissuade them from believing that that had any impact on their life whatsoever. So, uh, well, maybe maybe we're not being fair. We don't know what his take on Bayonetta was. Uh, that's true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's a fact. What what if his take on Bayonetta was so wild it just like totally like blew our perspectives? What if it was like yeah? What what if he tied Bayonetta into the Stonewall riots? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if it really that his his take on Bayonetta could be insanely nuanced? You know what? Good point. <laughs> where where are you at on, on, in the gamer culture? Um, What's going on at the moment? You're People still addicted to scavenger. Uh, uh, Neo scavenger. I, I, uh, I closed it today for the first time in over a hundred hours. Um, because I have a list of games that I'm going to try to get to. And Neo scavenger was actually last on the list, but it jumped up the list because I'm so thoroughly addicted to it. So whispers of a machine I'm supposed to beat. I'm probably halfway through it right now. And it went on pause for Neo scavenger. Mm. So I've got whispers of a machine, the last door disco Elysium, dark side detective, uh, uh, oh, the Oberdin, whatever the fuck that shit, and Virtuaverse, and then Neo Scavenger. So I, w if I actually adhere to that, which I don't know if I will, because I'm physically addicted to Neo Scavenger in a way that I can't really articulate. Uh, if I adhere to that, I'm not gonna be able to play Neo Scavenger for like a year because that's how slow I am at video games. Well, you could play it like you could play it in between, you know, play Neo Scavenger for a day, then play Dark Side Detective for a day. 
It doesn't work like that, Eric. <laughs> you, you're, wow, this is you're full gamer. I can't believe it. I'm pretty deep in the culture, man. This is okay. I get it now because for years we've been doing this podcast, and back when Red Dead Two came out. I was just like, yo, get a fucking PS4 and play it. Like, you're all you do is talk about it, but you never actually play any of these games. And now I get why, because you're like fully, I've lost you. You're gone. Yeah, I'm gone. I'm, you've, there's, you've been there's, there's no, there's no part of me anymore. It's there's just the, the symbiote of the of your your venom now. I know it's it's consumed me. <laughs> it, it, it is. Uh, th- there's no Patrick, only Neo. You can't you can't give Patrick the video games. He gets he he falls down the well. Hmm. How's that feel now? Now you're never gonna tour again, probably, right? Your your musician, your music career, aside from recording and making the making things, is uh you know that half of the thing is gone, right? You're working on this on Russian leisure suit Larry from mm, remote, true, yeah. But but you can't you can't work on it because you're engrossed. In the in the gamer cults now, you're 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 totally wrapped up. So you've you've in in a, in a sense like if even if you went back a year ago, you've you've totally lost yourself. Yeah, I don't recognize myself anymore. Man. <laughs> Who do you see when you look in the mirror? I don't recognize myself. I'm I'm, you know, I'm overweight. I game all day. You're not overweight. That's not real. No, I'm not. But I do have a little bit of a belly because I spend all day eating. Well, you got to get are you what? Are you, did you fall off your gains? What happened? No, are you kidding? The fucking hell of muscle. I just like I have like a big Ethiopian tummy from eating too fucking much. You got to cut 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 out the carbs, man. It's it, but it's like a fat it's not like a fat person belly. It's like a distended like they just freed me from Dachau and they gave me three chocolate bars and now I might die. <laughs> My stomach is real fucking big sort of tummy. <laughs> Jesus. Um Get get rid of the sugar. Get rid of the carbs. That shit causes inflammation. It'll kill you. I, I like where your head is at. Are we going to be like a juicing family? We have to. We're going to. We're moving to L.A. We gotta. We gotta be on the juice. Uh, did you see that uh, steroids are going to help us against COVID? Mm, I. I mean, I've been saying that since the beginning. We should be on steroids. <laughs> I think they're talking about like prednisone, but uh, maybe you and I could do some andro. That we need some HGH. That'll that yes. That clears your lungs out, boy. Yeah. Yes. I think when when you move to Los Angeles, you like sign a waiver that says you're like never allowed to eat a piece of bread ever again. But I respect that because well, you are already on that. You're like able to monitor that part of your life better than I am. Mm, there's there's days where I go wild. And what does that entail? That like a bagel for breakfast, then like you know, I don't know. Um, usually like a, a, a like a fucking some kind of like Parmesan hero for uh, for for dinner. Usually the whole thing, what? the whole thing. What? <laughs> Lots of bread. Uh, all right. All right. Um, what is that weird? No. What's your stance on on uh, maybe becoming like? an ultra fit raw foods guy is raw food still a thing i think i mean it's not like in vogue but there's definitely people that still do it i i don't i don't know if if anything i i'm not gonna become that guy i'm like too hungry for that i'm like not i'm not made for that i'll just be the you know 
I'm I'm gonna you know I might be the 47 eggs a day kind of guy. Oh really? Yeah, maybe maybe that. But that's that's disgusting. I mean, to really get the true gains, you do have to eat a lot. But you got to be eating protein. You got to be eating. You got to like you know you really gotta you gotta pile it on. Yeah, I I like the I like the idea of gorging and then just muscle training all day. Uh, are you going to get a membership to the YMCA or are you going to cheap out? We'll see. We'll see where we're at. Yeah. I, um, I mean, you know, I have to get a car, so, you know, I'm going to be paying for that. Um, do you have to get a car or why don't you get a scooter with me? No, we could, we could, uh, maybe get like a, a Vespa. Yeah. We'll get a little ruckus, spend three grand, get a ruckus. That's like brand new. We'll get obsessed a with the ruckus. You've been talking about the ruckus for like six years. I'm looking at one right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> Are they street legal? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, they're they're fucking sick, Eric. And if we got a, I, I prefer a house over an apartment. Like these little houses that we saw are so lit. Yeah. But if we could get, if we could get one of those, uh, then there's some place to park the thing that's not going to get stolen. Uh, it might be like, look at this. I'm sending you a link right now. Catch it on air. I want you to to look at a ruckus and go, oh, oh my God. So <laughs> You're going to split your fucking head open on one of these things. It looks yeah, like. Think about, all the, think about all the money we're going to save until then. It looks like you're going to. This. Wow. $3,000. All right. That's. You can't not buy one for that price. Um, Thank you. <laughs> the price is right. The price is right. I'll give you that one. But it looks like a fucking. It just looks like a, a scooter that has like a, a lawnmower engine attached to it. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> you're going to fucking, you, are you going to wear a helmet? Never. You f- fucking moron. You're going to split your fucking head open like the second time you ride it. Let, let me let me give a heads up to anybody in Los Angeles who's uh, looking for me. Understand that if you see me outside, I have an unlicensed handgun on me and I'm not wearing a helmet. Yep. That sounds about right. I mean, we should be, we should throw like a we should be able to throw like an AK forty seven over our back. One hundred percent three D printed. I can't wait. Oh my god, yo, living in Los Angeles like pre apocalypse is going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm very excited. I'm glad that Rogan and all the other pedophiles left. <laughs> Which, by the way, have you seen that conspiracy? Oh, with that Rogan the pedo. No, no, no. Rogan seems like nobody can get, nobody can, nobody can find anything on Rogan because if they did, they would use it already. Yeah, that's true. Um, Rogan's clean as they come. Uh, it, it is, uh, no, that, that all the LA comics are moving because a storm's coming where they're all, oh. listen, I'll tell you why that's not very believable, everybody. <laughs> Because moving to Phoenix, Arizona doesn't clear you of (laughs) charges. Yeah, no, not typically. Like, people are like, oh, they're all getting out before they get jammed up on some Me Too. What do you think? I don't understand. Do you you think that they're going to cease to exist when they leave Los Angeles? Do you think that, Mm. like, oh, county lines can't get them? They're, they're, they're now, yeah, they're, they're, they're out of their safe bubble of the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, what I have no idea. Oh, they were protected here in Hollywood. It's mm. like, you know, what? <laughs> or there's no protecting them in Hollywood now. They have to flee. And yeah, like you know what? 
What what is going on? Well, there, like, there was the, the, when I was sending you all those Tom Hanks pedo links uh, weeks ago. It uh, the the big narrative was so Tom Hanks was posting pictures of himself on like a boat in Greece, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, we're on vacation in Greece," and everyone was like. Everyone knows that in Greece, it's considered uh, just a mental illness to be a pedo. It's not a criminal charge. And it's, first of all, not true at yeah, all. Uh, debunked. De- fully de- fully snopesed out. Um, but, you know, snopes are in on the pedo game, too, apparently. Eric, look at that Honda Ruckus. Yes. Tell me it's not beautiful. And then tell me, how do I get it across the country? Mm, yeah, you might want to wait to. Well, are you? You should. I think you should pivot to just looking at like the Los Angeles Craigslist. Because <sighs> that's. I mean, it's. I'm not saying it's impossible. You're probably going to take a train, right? I'll probably take a train. So you can, you know, if you stuff all your clothes into a into a suitcase, you know, I don't. Uh, they might not let you bring that on the train. I have. I. I mean, I have no idea how to. Mo- like, I was looking at scooter moving. Uh, companies, but they they all seem to be in the Midwest. I don't know what the purpose of that is. Scooter moving company? That's a thing? Oh, yeah. I found three of them online. Yo, if you can't make um, money in America, you're a moron. That's <laughs> true. So what's our excuse, though? Yeah, I don't know. We're morons. Is that what it is? I think uh, it confirmed. Yo, what if we get on, what if we become like uh, hustle and grind, like success cult weirdos and say like really like offensive shit all the time. Like if you can't make a million, you're just mentally retarded. Yeah. Well, I mean, saying retarded is back. So that is every, all I see is people out here using that word. Um, retarded is back in a big way. Gay is super back. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that out there. People, everyone just sounds like a sixth grader now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you know what? I didn't like it in sixth grade, but it's lit now. <laughs> Is is it more lit now? Yeah, I'm I'm way more open to it. I say this all the time. I I really hate the word retarded. I know. But now that it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. How do how do we think? What do we think the COVID situation is going to be come November? Um, uh, the same tired ass bullshit we're in right now, where people like say something's got to be done, but are truly terrified of doing anything because they don't want to disrupt their lives any more than they already have been. Right. Um, but I mean, like, where are like, are we going to be getting is the media going to be trying to scare people like are, are things going to be on the rise or do you think it, it just it just kind of stays where it's at? Like, you know, are we are, are we going if, to if, if, if Biden wins, right, are they going to still be out here trying to scare people? Yes or no? Somebody will, but not in, not with any heart. I mean, I feel like everyone's lost their heart anyway. Yeah, it's a fact. Well, I mean, like in in terms of, um, you know, full throatedly, you know, trying to convince people that this is that we're in the end times because of this virus. I mean, I I feel like there isn't any heart behind the COVID thing anymore. Uh, no, all the teeth are gone. The the the, the protests really, uh, like, there was no going back after the protest because once there was a righteous reason, it, it, it people can't put. They can't go backwards, you know, like it's, it just broke it. So if there's a righteous reason to be outside and everybody just agrees to be outside, then there's no arguing that like, you'll notice people just never went back to the same level of anxiety. Like 
they just never returned to that sort of uh, like young people being afraid to leave their fucking house. Now they're yeah. fucking, they're all fucking uh, colleges are the best. Listen, we've got a break because I, I actually have to make a, uh, an important phone call, but uh, next episode, I want to talk about how college is completely over. Okay. We can do that. Um, oh, well it, well it fucking should be. If you're still going to college in 2020, you're a fucking crazy yeah. person. You're getting scammed big time. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I, I just, I mean, one last thing. What what do we think is the the situation in California? Are we going to be allowed to do things, or are we going to be in jail? Uh oh, you and I are going to be out at the block party. I know. I, I but but I'm saying, is it is Garcetti going to show up with his thugs? Oh yes, but we're going to be we're going to be chilling with people of color. So it's all good then. Yeah, it's going to be like those parties in the Bronx where nobody does shit. Yeah, those those parties look like so much fun, man. You'll notice that it's like Hollywood Hills parties that are people like TikTok parties that are getting broken up. And meanwhile, like they're just like being like, well, y- you live in a low income neighborhood. Fuck yeah, I guess. Die young. Man, I want to go to those Bronx parties so fucking bad. We're going to go to the Watts version. All right, let's, uh, fucking, let's fucking do it. Um, all right, yeah, everybody uh, hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash we're talking timeline. We're doing our OnlyFans big buy very soon. Very soon, we're going to do that. Uh, hit the Twitter at WP Timeline. Um, you know, you know what it is. Uh, hit us up, throw us some some bones, and uh, you know, you get all that good. You get all that good. Good. Um, we got to start doing two dollar episodes again because the people are mad. They don't want to upgrade to the five. Um, <laughs> they're spoiled. So we so we'll, we're still going to do two dollar episodes. Don't get your fucking panties in a bunch. Losers. <laughs> Um, yeah, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Hit it up, hit the Twitter. Um, and, uh, yeah, you got anything else? Hustle and grind. If you don't have $5, kill yourself. Yeah. Hustle and grinds. Give us your $5. It's not going to break the bank. And if it does, then I don't know. You got bigger problems. Free Jessica Krug. Yeah. (laughs) You got, you got, you got bigger problems. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Well, hey, podcast listener, my name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.